Hi, my name is Dan Valero Fletcher, and I have been a wrestling fan and a Lucha Libre fan for most of my life. The story you're about to hear is supremely indebted to the Lucha Libre films made in Mexico in the 1960s and 70s that starred the likes of El Santo, Blue Demon, and Mil Mascaras. A bunch of amazing, talented people have come together to make this podcast happen, including some voices that wrestling fans might recognize. So keep an ear open, and please enjoy the very first episode of The Luchador, 1,000 Fights of El Fuego Fuerte. Mexico City, generations of mass wrestlers known as luchadores have been the heroes of the people. From the noble technicos to the cheating rudos, when called upon, these athletic, whip-smart warriors will set aside the rivalries of the ring to keep their city safe from the dangers of this world and beyond. Of all the luchadores of all ages past, none were as brave or as strong as El Fuego Fuerte, the mighty champion of Mexico City. These are his battles. These are the thousand fights of El Fuego Fuerte, the luchador. This week's adventure begins on an all-too-quiet night on a small farm beyond the edges of Mexico City. A lonely farmer enjoys a well-earned moment of peace. Mm, just a little nippy for bed. That's all it is, Hector. A quick belt of agave does not a borracho make. Ah. The lucha should be starting. Less than one week after he foiled the bank robbing Ben Dios Marcialagos, our city's luchador champion, El Fuego Fuerte, prepares to defend his title tonight in El Gran Lucha Arena. What? No, no puede ser. Mi rancho. The ground is breaking apart. Little does this poor farmer know that beneath his cornfields, there sleeps an ancient evil from the days of the bloodthirsty Aztec Empire, an evil that has waited until just this moment to awaken. This can't be happening. Who's come crawling out of his sinkhole? They... Mujeres? And what are they wearing? Armor de Aztecas? This farmer has found himself face to face with the Siwateteo, Vampire women, dressed in headdresses and ancient talismans, tasked with recruiting undead warriors for the Aztec god of death. Vampire women, hungry and in need of feeding. Their teeth? No, their fangs! Their horrible fangs! Stay back, Siwateteo! Stay back! But in the heart of the city, a much different sort of violence was getting underway. Fuerte is on the ropes. That vile Mascara Diablo won't give him an inch of space. Raining down punches on the masked face of our champion. 
El Fuego Fuerte can't get out of this one, folks. Diablo is too much for him. Here comes the finishing blow. No! Blocked by Fuerte. It's not over yet. The crowd is behind their champion. Refilling Fuego Fuerte's fighting spirit. He is back on his feet. The fire of the people burning within him. Fuerte will not be felled so cheaply. Mounts his comeback. A chop to the chest of Diablo. Another whip into a clothesline. Here it comes. The fall away slam. The champion is in complete control and the people are on their feet. We all know what comes next. Fuego Fuerte climbs the top turnbuckle. This is it. He soars through the air. What height, what grace. El Tope Inflamado. Mascara Diablo is crushed. It's over. He's done it. El Fuego Fuerte has defended the Mexico City Championship. The reign of the champion continues. Fans are rushing the ring. I would be there with him if I could. Not far away, in the same arena, in the locker room of the villainous Rudo Luchadores, the heroic Fuego Fuerte's victory is not so well received. What a joke of a champion that Fuego Fuerte is. Even you, El Arbol, can be a better champ. Of that, I have no doubt. But do not take him lightly, El Hijo del Lobo Sangre. The luchador who wore your mask before you never could defeat him. This I know too well. It was tasked to me as the price of wearing the legendary mask to one day take the championship from that overstuffed Fuego Fuerte. Listen to how the people fawn over him. He panders to them. He posters and self-aggrandizes. He is a technical through and through. We are not like his kind. We fight for ourselves and nothing more. It is the honest way. You really think he is different than us? Oh, then you have no idea, El Arbol. El Fuego Fuerte has a dark history unknown to this city. Don't tell me of history, young Lobo Sangre. It was none other than myself from whom Fuego Fuerte won his first championship. A loss that still stings through years and years. Never since that day has the legendary gold belt graced my admittedly ample waist again. I am new and green, sure. But this I've learned in my short time here. No one in this city knows what Fuerte was like in the States, Los Estados Unidos. I saw him there as a child. You wouldn't believe what he was like. Hmm, muy interesante. Tell me more. The Aztec vampire women, disguised in fashionable casual wear, linger in the doorway of the locker room. Their queen speaks first. Is this the dressing room of our brave champion, El Fuego Fuerte? Out of here, you three. A luchador's locker room is strictly off limits. What if you had come in while we were out of our masks? <laughs> Would that be so bad? Tis you strapping men in a state of undress? Easy, El Arbol. I wouldn't mind giving these young ladies a tour of our locker room. Come in. Maybe we'd rather wait for the champion. Yes, the champion. El Fuego Fuerte. Luchadores are kept separate. They wouldn't want us Rudos to attack him and his fellow rule-abiding technicos when they're not looking. Ah, you are Rudos then, I should have guessed. I sense a certain rebellion in the two of you, a disregard for the rules. I say we let them stay, El Arbol. They can't hurt anyone. Not us, not a soul. El Arbol, you're certainly as tall as a tree, but maybe we'd like to see a real mighty redwood. <laughs> 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 and what's your story, young one? What is it that your mask is supposed to represent? 
A dog. A puppy. A wolf. And don't pretend you do not know it well. Everyone in the city knows the legendary mask of El Lobo Sangre. What if I told you that we weren't from this city? Come on, tree man. Get nice and close with us. What if I told you we were from someplace else altogether? Something tells me it's not Zacatecas. That's right. We're from the land of the dead. <laughs> Two of the vampires pounce on El Arbol, extending their knife-like fangs. What are you doing? Get off of me! Still, we're aiming for the perfect bite. Get back! Your wiles won't work on me. That's fine. We're after only the strongest warrior. Globo, what are you doing? Get back here! Save me! It is too late for you. I have my own neck to think about. Coward! Lobo Sangre flees as the vampires prepare to make El Arbol their next meal. Ah, be proud, El Arbol. You're to be the first victim of many. Let's get a good look at that neck of yours. Across town, recovered from that nice contest, El Fuego Fuerte, dressed in his mask and schnazzy evening wear, honors a social obligation. As the mayor of Mexico City, it is truly an honor to dine with you, El Fuego Fuerte. Especially after that thrilling defense of your title tonight. You demolished that Diablo Mascara. And good. Well, after what you spent on the charity auction for the orphan's home, I should be the one making you a home-cooked meal. But then, no one would see us out on the town together. <laughs> Mayor, this is strictly a social obligation. Please, let your hair down, Senor Fuerte. No one here doubts your impeccable character. And speaking of letting your hair down, you know you don't have to wear the mask while you eat? Mayor, this mask is who I am. It is my soul and my heart. Besides, you will note that this is actually my dining mask, which allows easier access to my mouth and lips, as well as freer movement of the jaw and throat muscles. Isn't that just something? Singer Fuerte, I'm as serious as can be when I say that you're a testament to all that is so great about this city. Your athleticism, your charity work, that incident you had to handle with the strange lights coming out of the sewers. May I ask, what drives a man to keep so busy? What gets a man to put that mask on every morning? Who says I ever take the mask off? <laughs> I'm serious. You're a hero, an icon, a champion. How many victories until it's enough? See, that's the thing about being champion, Mayor. If you lose, even once, you're not a campeon anymore. Fuego Fuente! Fuego Fuente! There's been an attack in the locker room! The work of Rudos, no doubt. They are never satisfied to keep the lucha in the ring. No, no, Fuerte! The attack was in the Rudo locker room! El Arbol is dead! El Arbol? This cannot be. My apologies, Mayor, but we must resume our dinner another evening. Ugh! El Arbol was one of your greatest enemies! A cheater and a bully! Surely you can leave this for the police to handle! No. No matter how we choose to fight, there is a brotherhood among luchadores that takes precedent above all else. My hermanos need me. Back in the Rudos locker room, 
The Mexico City police cordon off the grisly scene. All right, back up, you mooks. Give us some room here. Jeez, Toledo, would you look at what a mess they made of this big mess, fella. If you ask me, Detective Gonsalves, this doesn't look like the sort of attack that could have been perpetrated by any mortal man. A fuego fuerte. What brings you to my crime scene? Doing my part, Detective. If you look here, on the side of the neck, there are two perpendicular incisions above the carotid artery. Fuerte, you can't be implying. I am, Detective. I don't mean to be telling tall tales at your crime scene, but it looks to me like this attack is undeniably vampiric in nature. I was afraid that's what you were going to say. Now look, I know you fellas like to look out for your own, alright? But I have a cousin in the tights and masks business, and he- Excuse me, but this is particularly strange. Look at these footprints in this sawdust. Clearly not the luchador's boots. Hmm. There were three distinct assailants. And they were women. Three women felled the mighty arbol? Hmm. A taller oak was never chopped so low. Listen, I do my job, Senior Fuerte. You can ask anybody, right? But if there's some sort of supernatural angle to this, and I'm not saying that there is, but if there is, that's a little out of the pay grade of this humble civil servant. I understand, Detective. I will pursue things as I can. Trust that, by the end of this, justice will have shined a light into what happened in this locker room. Were there any witnesses? Any who saw these vampire women coming or going? There was one other mask in here. Goes by the name of Lobo Sangre. Do you know him? I know the mask, but not the man wearing it. He must be that El Hijo de Lobo Sangre I keep hearing about. Well, whoever he is, he wouldn't talk to us without a subpoena. Perhaps I'll have better luck. I can get his address from our Federation's promoter. I'll be sure to keep the authorities abreast of any information I uncover. And we'll do the same for you, Fuego Fuerte. Vice versa, versa, visa. Uh, you get the idea. With the brutal crime scene fresh on his mind, El Fuego Fuerte approaches a palatial estate wherein the newest wrestler in Mexico City, the enigmatic El Hijo de Lobo Sangre, resides. Should have figured you'd be darkening my doorstep sooner than later, Fuerte. And something tells me you're not here to offer me a shot at that big gold belt of yours. You are El Hijo de Lobo Sangre. I stood across the ring from your father many times when he wore that if mask. It's any of your business. The original Lobo Sangre wasn't my father. I bought my mask in my name from that guy fair and square. My apologies. And do not believe I imply any shame in that. It is a luchador's right to bequeath their legacy however they see fit. But I'm guessing you think there is some shame in how I turned tail and left El Arbol to those lady maniacs last night. Calling a man a coward is no small thing. If they were indeed the creatures I believe them to be, you made the right choice. Sure, sure. You would have done the same had you been there instead of me. Maybe I could have taken them, but that wasn't worth my neck. I'm not here to comment on your fighting prowess, Lobo. I just want some information. If you'd be so accommodating as to let me inside, we can discuss things in privacy. Sure. Right this way. Just watch your step. As Fuego Fuerte crosses the threshold, Lobo Sangre wallops the champion from behind, catching Fuerte off guard. A blow from behind? Cowardly. A true rudo like the man before you. Glad you finally dropped the phony pleasantries. Take your stance, Fuego Fuerte. 
Let's see what your championship medal is made of. Ha! Having no choice but to protect himself, Fuego Fuerte locks up with Lobo Sangre. Each man's muscles strain as they grapple for favorable positioning. Tranquilo, Lobo. Now is not the time for this nonsense. I do not wish to fight you. That is only because you cannot stand to lose. Your legend, your ego, would suffer if the world heard you took a beating at the hands of a rookie like El Io de Lobo Sangre. <clears throat> Lobo breaks his hold and lands a strong blow to the champion's jaw. Your immaturity is inexcusable, Lobo. A luchador, one of our number, is dead. And I won't have you telling the world that I'm to blame for it. I'm an up-and-comer, you see. There's a pressure for me to succeed. Something an establishment sellout like you can never understand. I only want information. Tell me what I need, and I'll be gone. <gasps> Lobo attempts a second strike, but Fuerte is quick to respond. A decent counter, Fuerte. You're a good hand, it's true. But if you want the truth, wrestle it from me. So be it. <clears throat> Tranquilízate, Lobo. <clears throat> the two crash through an ill-placed side table. Fuerte locks Lobo in a punishing submission hold. My arm! You've got my arm! And it'll snap soon if you don't stop this foolishness. All right, I give. I give. Let me back to my feet. Tell me what you know. <sighs> Dios mío. <sighs> my shoulder nearly left its socket. Fine. I've got something that'll get you off my back. Those three monsters that went after El Arbol and me, they were dressed like normal sorts of dames. But they were wearing ornate jewelry. Carvings on them. Like those old temples and pyramids just outside of town. Just as I feared. Were they Mayan? Incan? Olmec? Old, sure. Beyond that, go ask at a museum. Hmm. I just might. All right, now, beat it. And no need to tell anyone about our scrap here today. Fighting outside the ring probably won't reflect too well on you, El Fuego Muerte. What did you just call me? Did I say El Fuego Muerte? You're El Fuego Fuerte. That's right. That's right. I must have been thinking of someone else. I'm sure you were. Try not to leave this city anytime soon. I might need to call on you again. Yeah, I'll be here, but not for you. It's a shame. There's some fighting spirit in you, Lobo Sangre. Maybe someday you'll have the character to match it. Well, you're one to talk about character, Fuerte. Bah, who's that mass fraud think he is? It is nightfall. Before El Fuego Fuerte can make it to the Mexico City Museum of Ancient Cultures and Antiquities, still, he is in dire need of some morsel of information that could shed light on these dangerous vampire women. Uh, I'm so sorry, but the museum is closing for the night. I hate to be of any trouble, but I was hoping to speak to the curator, our Senora Maya. It is a matter of some importance. You're El Fuego Fuerte, the luchador, right? I... I'm afraid my father, Señora Maya, the curator, that is, <laughs> I'm afraid he's left for the night. I am correct, though, that he would be the one to talk to about ancient societies in this region. Aztec mythology in particular. <laughs> uh -huh. Actually, he's... Uh, I'm sorry again, but would you mind taking the mask off while we talk? It's a little hard to focus, I have to admit. You cut somewhat of a... Dynamic figure, Senor Fuerte. Just Fuerte is fine. The mask is who I am, Senorita Maya. I'd as soon die as reveal my identity to the public. And this matter I need your father for 
It is life or death as well. Huh. Well, Maria is fine for me. For my name, that is. Uh, my father is certainly an expert on Aztec history, and, and I'm not so bad on it myself, come to mention it, but he's the most knowledgeable in the city. He knows all about the Aztecs, customs, rituals, gods. Monsters? Monsters, Señor Fuerte. Vampires, in particular. Uh, well, you'll have to ask him. Forgive me, do you not believe in such things? I know the world is a complicated place, but my corner of it is relatively quiet. I don't have much experience with monsters. I, I haven't even seen one of your wrestling shows, to be completely honest. I'm sorry, is that offensive? I, uh, I know they're quite popular. My father is a loyal fan. That's perfectly all right. Lucha is not for everybody. Hmm. I will tell my father you came. And maybe next time you fight, I might come out and see it. You don't have to. I want to. I, I truly do. So long as you're doing it. I, the wrestling, that is. Then it would be an honor to perform for you. It has been a pleasure, Maria. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, though if you don't mind uh, going out through the back alley, I need to lock up the main doors. Of course. No closer to finding the truth behind Las Mujeres Vampiras, El Fuego Fuerte steps out into the shadowy alley. Until I hear from this, Senora Maya, it appears the trail of these vampire women has gone cold. And on top of this, I do not like what that El Hijo de Lobo Sangre might know about my past. There are parts of my life that I do not care to revisit. <sighs> what a day. A vexing day. Not all bad. No, not all of it. That Maria Amaya. <laughs> she is indeed something. In the darkest corners of the alley, a figure moves, just out of sight of El Fuego Fuerte. Who's there? Maybe these vampires have found me before I found them. Don't move, Fuego Fuerte. This heater is loaded and pointing straight at your heart. Fuego Fuerte feels the cold steel of the gangster's weapon pressed against his chest. A gun. Don't do anything you might regret, senor. Fuerte, let's just say that right now, Vampire women are the least of your troubles. Thus concludes part one of El Fuego Fuerte contra las Mujeres Vampiras. Can El Fuego Fuerte survive this holdup in a dark alley? What sinister force is behind the trigger man? What lurks in the heart of the young Rudo, El Hijo de Lobo Sangre? And most important of all, where will the vampire women strike next? Tune in next time for more of the thousand fights of El Fuego Fuerte, the Luchador. The Luchador, 1,000 Fights of El Fuego Fuerte, was created written and produced by Daniel Valero Fletcher. Produced by Brandon Kendall. Sound engineering and editing by Michael Mason. Sound design by David Magadan. Original music by Michael Mason. Special guest stars include Colt Cabana as Detective Gonsalves, Effie as the mayor of Mexico City, and Danhausen as Diego Dedos.
starring Jeffrey Tito Sainz as El Fuego Fuerte, Arash Dedvand as El Hijo del Lobo Sangre, Natalie Simenez as Maria Amaya, Alexander Matute as the narrator, Brenda Gutierrez as the Vampire Queen, Katrina Clark as Vampire Say, Emily Tuchawa as Vampire Ome, Gregory Gonzalez as El Arbol, Michael Mason as Moyote, the manager, Jeffrey Tito Sainz as the farmer, and now, for everyone in El Fuego Fuerte's Luchador Crime Club, this week's secret word is Lobo. Email the secret word each week to giveaway at theluchadorpod.com for another entry to win two tickets to see AEW Revolution Live. And follow us on social media at the Luchador Pod. And please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's the best way to help more people find our show. Thank you for listening.